Hello, welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. And that was a terrible rendition of Breathe by the Prodigy. I'm definitely not going to get done for copyright because it was extremely bad, but it links to today's theme. Now it is Tuesday the 11th of January. How do we know? How do we know? Well, if you're new, welcome. If you've been here a few times, I think there's been about 300 listens, so thanks for that. Um, You know we go and look at the Village Facebook page, so let me tell you what's happening today. There is a request for Beavers uniform. I mean Beavers in the context of Scouts, not anything else, not... um, beavers in the context of oh beavers such a child there used to be an ice hockey team where I grew up in Basingstoke they were called the Basingstoke beavers and they had to change their name because basically you don't want to you know offer an open goal to uh, opposing teams do you really so they're now called the bisons um there's also talk about some houses that are going to be built in the village, quite a lot, a lot, a lot, uh, just under 200, which is a lot, a lot, a lot for around here, um, being built on a disused site um, that is being currently on and off used by military police or police for for, for training with like gunfire. Um, so you might be going, oh, how wonderful to live in a village where actually what you sometimes get is, get on the floor! Get on the floor! I've done nothing wrong! Um, Where they're training for, you know, in case they ever need to be in a situation that requires guns or um, helicopters. That was exciting. We had some proper, like, low-flying helicopters with people coming out on those wires and landing on roofs of the buildings where they're going to build all these houses. And I tell you what, it is true. Like if, if there's an aircraft, you know, in a village, people like that. Oh, look at that. Have you seen that? You seen that, Alice? Yeah. Come and have a look. Everyone's got their phones out. But this was like proper, like, I don't know, 15 milk tray men. <laughs> now, I try and think of them in, in nicer terms than 15 heavily armed uh, killing machines. But it was a little bit like being in um, Tour of Duty. I mean, I could have hummed the intro to uh, Tour of Duty, couldn't I? A little bit of Paint It Black. Used to stay up and watch that of a weekend. So what has this got to do with anything? I mean, I don't know, really. Oh, yes, this is what it's got to do with anything. Uh, it's got to do with uh, shoehorning and beavers. And the extract from Reasons to be Cheerful Part 1 today is... You can check out the book on Amazon. You could buy it if you like or not. Stay here. Listen for free. Um, this is a piece called Spanx for the Memory. And I take it that you all know what Spanx is. It's control underwear. So you can shoehorn your beaver into it. Um, and I did a tiny, tiny bit of research. And I've been on the Spanx website and had a look at Wikipedia. But Spanx's founder, Sarah or Sarah Blakely, um, she is worth more than a billion dollars. I mean, that's all right isn't it? Worth more than a billion dollars. And the genesis of her business was, uh, it said, when she uh, wanted to wear some pantyhose, but didn't want 
anyone to see that she was wearing pantyhose. So she'd bought some control tights, uh, tights for the UK market, cut the feet off and then said it was genius. But let me tell you, I went to a wedding reception about 20 years ago where my friend Sally had done that anyway. She'd cut holes for her toes in her tights so she could still wear open-toed sandals. That's genius. Anyway, this woman's made a flipping fortune out of saying to women, do you know what, um, looking a bit lumpy under that dress, need to rein it all in. So this piece is called Spanx for the Memories. I have bought my first piece of control underwear. The forthcoming wedding of our friends, hello Gaz and Lucy, necessitates the wearing of a dress and its fine jersey fabric delivers a damn, damning, 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 damning verdict on my behind. I remember that dress, it was nice. It was technically a beach dress. I bought it from Debenhams, it was orange, it was very nice, but it was a bit thin. And be, because it was a bit thin, because technically it was a beach dress, I did have to wear something else underneath it, apart from just underwear, because, you know, there's um, there's certain things that you must observe at a wedding, certain, you know, uh, rules that you must adhere to and, and letting people see through your dress is just a great big no-no. So yeah, bought this dress. It wasn't looking great from the back. Now, if I'd have been a man, I would have thought, this doesn't look right, so I won't buy it. I mean, it's just the classic approach, isn't it? It doesn't look right, I'm not gonna buy it, but not me. The dress is perfect. It's my body that needs changing. So now I have this tube of nude colored fabric that is distantly related to the black lycra skirts that me and my friends used to wear as 18 year olds. Yes, black lycra skirt, black opaque tights and platform shoes or knee high boots with a nice heel. Um, <laughs> it is definitely not to be worn as outerwear unless things get very silly at the reception. Mm, yeah, it didn't get that silly at the reception. It was a very good wedding though. As with most things, I am late to this game. Long before Bridget Jones, I witnessed a friend putting on control knickers over control shorts so she could wear her size 10 trousers again after having her second child. And I remember laughing because I think she had black control shorts on and then white control knickers. I was like, what are you doing? She went, no, observe. And it was impressive. It, I mean, it did take, you know, about three inches off her waist. Another friend recently told me that she's going to have lived and died in Spanx etched on her gravestone. Now there's a brand ambassador. Underneath his clothes, my husband will wear normal underwear like normal people do. No blood flow restricting, horribly coloured, surprisingly expensive compression bandage for him. <laughs> Just a nice comfy pair of boxers. Oh, how I will envy him come the end of the night. In writing this piece, I see what madness this is, but I will not be beaten by a dress. And if you happen to be at the same wedding as me, and you see me listing in a corner, it won't be because I've had a drink too many, although I will have tried my very best to do so. It will be because I have fainted Victorian style. Now, in hindsight, and I've still got pictures from that wedding, uh, wedding reception, they had a photo booth. I mean, you've got to have a photo booth at a wedding reception. It was so good. They had a live band that were brilliant. The issue with my dress was not 
that, I couldn't breathe, all that you could see I was wearing control underwear. The issue was the damn thing wouldn't bloody stay up and I'd ended up alongside the kind of spank style underwear. I'd actually put, um, you buy this stuff called tip tape. If you have never bought tip tape, tip, tit tape, tip tape, <laughs> this is harder. I tell you what, doing a daily podcast is harder than I thought it would be because my aim is to make it as live and unscripted as possible. But it also means that I just get really excited and trip over my words. Um, so back to the tit tape. If you have never bought tit tape, um, let me tell you, it's a bit like double-sided sticky tape and you stick it uh, one part on your boob and the other part on the garment um, in the hope that it will stay up. Now I was wearing a bra, but the dress kept slipping so the top of the bra was showing. I mean, it was just such a faff. Why I couldn't have just bought a normal dress is beyond me. I fell in love with the dress. The dress was not right, uh, but I persevered with it. So um, yeah, the lengths that we go to, to try and look the way that we want to look. Um, happily today, um, I have a slightly more mature approach. <laughs> and so I do make sure that I buy clothing that is not only um, appropriate for the event, but also fits without me having to buy a tube of flesh-coloured compression stocking or some double-sided tape to hold the damn thing up. I would love to hear if you have similarly put yourself through some kind of fashion hell. Um, it's been great to hear from those of you that are enjoying the podcast so far. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.